Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Community Solutions Podcast, where we inspire employees to improve their workplace relationships and environments by sharing and learning from real life experiences. Hello, everyone. I am your host, Kim the SME. As always, I am always speaking from my experiences. I hope you all had a wonderful week. Let's get into today's episode. So today we're going to be discussing disruptors in the workplace. Many of us are going back to the corporate office or going back working outside of our homes. We have been summoned back into the office. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today. The adjustments that we have to make going into back into that environment and then the disruptors that we will experience. Hopefully you will not, but some of the disruptors that you may experience once you're back into the office. Going back into the office, there are several adjustments we're going to have to make, whether it's physical, mentally, emotionally. We're all going to have to make some type of adjustment. It's not as easy as it sounds. If you have children in, in daycare, that you didn't have um, in daycare when you were working from home, that's going to be an adjustment. Getting the kids up and ready and dressed, getting yourself up, ready and dressed. The commute, waking up earlier for that commute to allow for time there back. You have traffic to consider. Okay, then there's breakfast and eating out and making your lunch. Are you meal prepping? There's a whole lot that we have to get back into the routine of that, that most of us or many of us did not have to um, partake in during this time, during the pandemic that we've been at home. It's an exciting time. It can be an exciting time. And the attitude that you have going into it will be the attitude and the experience that you have once you're there. So I encourage everyone to just go in with an open mind, with a positive attitude and to be thankful for the income, number one, okay? Because this job, you are there for a reason, even though, even if you may not like it, you are there for a reason. It is paying for your rent or your mortgage or your car or your childcare. So be, be thankful for it in that aspect. Yes, I have enjoyed working from home. I know you have, okay, or at least enjoyed it more than commuting um, to work. So these are the times that we are back into. I have another episode on solutions for these uh, CEOs and these company owners to where some of us could still work from home. So we'll get into that in a different time and space. Getting back into the corporate office or your workplace, you're going to be around more people and it's been a while. I don't know if you've made that type of adjustment or if you've seen the way that you interact with other people during this pan pandemic or after. If you've noticed any changes or things that you're not used to that you were used to before, some things you're going to have to get reaccustomed to. And so I know that even before the pandemic, when I was in the office, there were disruptors. 
there were personalities and actions that I didn't particularly like then. So I know after this long time away and going back, there will be a dramatic effect, right? I, I perceive that. That may not be the same for you, but it is something to be mindful of and to be aware of and just to take into consideration. What I have noticed, especially with my children, is that we aren't as tolerable as we were before, some of us. It will take time to get used to. So be patient. Be patient. These disruptors, if you look at them as such, these disruptors can negatively impact our morale, our productivity, our team dynamics. So what exactly would you consider a disruptor? In the work from home environment, a disruptor may be your children crying or your children coming in loud from, you know, playing outside or from playing basketball. There are certain types of disruptors that we already had at home. And now we're going to an office and we will have different types of disruptors. And so what type of disruptors am I referring to? I can recall number one is that even before, <laughs> before the pandemic, there was a gentleman that sat next to me and it was, it was just bad manners. It was just bad manners. He would eat loud, the smacking and the slurping. And he would bring this bowl to work and he would put candy in it. And it wouldn't be like a wrapped up Snickers that you tear. It would be like Skittles or something like that. And you could just hear it. You could hear his fingers going in there and the candy swishing and it hitting his teeth as he's throwing it in his mouth. I mean, it was just. Now, again, I'm. I'm let me just preface it. If you haven't listened to my other episodes, I am an introvert. I grew up as an only child. I Certain things bother me. It may not bother you. And um, he did have that type of personality where it wasn't even worth it for me to approach him about it because of the way he's responded in, in other situations. Right. So that's what headphones are for. You know, I really don't get into the arguments and, and all that stuff going back and forth. If I use my intuition, I know that he's not going to be receptive of it. Then why even go down that route? Some, some things aren't worth bringing up the attention to, because with his personality, he probably would have made more noise. You know what I mean? So you really have to know what and, and perceive and use your intuition on how you think the end result will be. Is it worth even addressing? Okay, so that's one thing. Bad manners. Not everybody was taught etiquette. Again, this was pre-pandemic. So I know there's going, there's probably going to be even more types of disruptors in the office. Okay. A lot of people don't like talking. A lot of people don't like you talking in the office, especially management. I have no problem with it. I think that it lightens the mood. I think it shows that you're friendly and that you care about your coworkers, especially like on a Monday and you want to ask your friends that you have at work, your coworkers, you know, how was your weekend? Did you enjoy it? 
you know, if you know them on that level. Now it can be disruptive if you're loud and you know, you're, you're interrupting other people, but you also have to extend grace for that. You know, they're not causing harm. They're not intentionally trying to interrupt anyone's work. And it also depends on the environment. You know, it, it definitely depends on the environment. These are all things just to consider, to keep in mind, to be mindful of, to be more tolerable about. And be the good employee, be the, be the one that is not the complainer. That's another disruptor. The one that's always complaining about something. Some of the complainers will come directly to you and say, hey, can you chill out on this? Or you're awfully loud. Others may go straight to management. It's real petty to me. It's real petty to me. If you know something doesn't happen all the time and it's in good fun and um, it's, in an, it's in a good heart and a good space, let it go. Don't be Debbie Downer. Don't be Debbie Downer in the office. Because I'm sure that there's things that you do as a complainer that other people aren't addressing. Okay? It's probably one of those don't let me catch you outside type things. But <laughs> I hear that phrase a lot. I'm not condoning anything. But sometimes I, I hear that that could be a scenario. Okay. Something else that can be a disruptor is when you're in your own space, you're used to your own sounds. You are used to your own types of music or quiet. You had your own option and of how you wanted your environment to be. When you're back in the office with other employees, that will change. That will change. You may have a coworker in the cube on the other side of you who's on YouTube listening maybe to a podcast and it's not and they're not using any headphones that can be a disruption now i don't mind if it's low and i can barely hear it i have no problem with that but when it's loud and even if i put on my headphones and it's still overpowering that especially if it's a topic that i really don't care about if it's something that we all are interested in i have no problem in but you know be mindful. Be mindful of your surroundings about the, around the people that, that are around you. Be considerate. Be considerate. Kim Unity, if this is your first time tuning in, Kim stands for karma, intuition, mindfulness. Karma. If, if karma is what goes out, comes back, treat others how you don't want to be treated. Treat others how you want to be treated. So if you don't want to hear my music or my talk shows loud, don't play yours loud. Don't play yours loud. Use your intuition. Let it be your guide. Should you approach them about it? Is it going to make it worse? Is it going to cause more issues down the line? Or should you just let it go? Is it really bothering you that much? Is it worth it? Does it happen all the time? Just these are things that you just need to think about. And just be mindful. Is this their personality? Is this how they are? You know, a lot of times, a lot of times we want to change people. We want to make them like how we are. 
when in actuality, we need to accept them for who they are. Accept them for who they are. You may have an uncle or aunt or a sister or a brother who does certain things that you just can't stand, but you have to realize you can't change them. If it's something, if it's something that they do that is them, you have to accept it. If you choose not to be around them, that's something totally different. But you can't make everybody act like you. And that's the same thing with your coworkers in your workplace. I'm a quiet person, but I can't expect everybody else to be quiet. That's why I put my headphones on. I don't mind talking. You all, everybody talk. Have your small talk. Go ahead, but please don't come over here with it. I'm not. I don't like small talk. Now, if, if there's a, a really good discussion that we need to, to, to talk about or a topic or a current event, I'm all down for it. But there's certain things I only want to be involved with. And I, but I don't mind if you do. You see how that works? So acceptance, tolerance, consideration. These are all things that we need more of. Small changes like this can create unity in the small space that we're in. And then it carries on to our drive home and to when we walk into our homes with our children, we have that same type of positive energy that we're bringing home instead of all this negativity. Spread that positivity, spread it to your vendors. If, if, if your customers see that you all are having a good time and you're enjoying what you're doing and you're being friendly and you're being helpful, that's what it's all about. That's how you, that's how you keep your customers. That's how you gain more customers. That's how you get your income up, your bonuses, all of that good stuff. And I wish management would really understand that and pay attention to that. Again, it depends on the environment that you're in, but if you have people in the workplace who are having a good time and are being productive, even though they are talking or socializing or laughing, that's a good thing. We're humans. Those are things that we should be doing. And again, this is all my opinion. This is speaking, speaking from my experience, as I've told you before, this is what I did in the workplace and it makes the day go by faster. It shows camaraderie. It shows that you're available for assistance. It shows that you're approachable. So let's not deviate too far from that and, and act like we're robots and we just have to sit there and type and be still. And again, it, you have to take the, the work environment into consideration. Other things, inappropriate jokes. What is considered inappropriate? It's all relative. It's all relative. Do I mind? I really don't mind as long as it's not, you know, racial. But some things you need to keep to yourself. I'm not going to be the one complaining, but somebody else will. Okay, but if it's all good and lighthearted and just disregard it, just worry about you. I just really can't stand people who are so negative and so down and they don't want anyone else to have a good time or to enjoy life or to spread love in the workplace. Right? You. You're the problem. The person that does that is the problem. Okay. 
and it's very easy to get you some headphones, pop them in and be in your own world. I do it as well. Again, I don't like a lot of um, talking going on. I don't mind. How should I say? I don't mind hearing hearing random conversations around me, but if it's going to be long or something or something that I'm not interested in, I know that I have options. And it keeps the friction down. It keeps the friction down. I've already talked about complainers. Micromanagement is another disruptor. So working from home, yes, there are tools on our computers that they gave us where they can track how many strokes we're doing. Um, when, we're, when we've stepped away, there's cameras going if you don't have yours covered up. And so there are methods of tracking our activity. But once we're in the office and if there's a micromanager or just someone just being nosy, it makes people all, it makes us counterproductive. It makes us counterproductive. Unless you have a reason to check on somebody, if you already know, you've already had a discussion, you've already brought it up to this employee that, hey, your productivity is low, you know, you need to work on it. And if you feel that you have to micromanage at that point, that's different. That's different. That is um, something in their in their plan, right? That you all probably have agreed on. There's a written document that says this is your work plan, and you need to work on this in order to get promoted, or you know, this is your warning, your written statement, all that good stuff. But micromanagement is definitely a disruptor. To have somebody just walk up and you know check on you see how you see what you're doing and especially if it's done in a sneaky way it's unnecessary it's uncalled for and you impact your employees morale negatively negatively seriously you really do and unfortunately, that causes gossip, that causes, it causes a whole lot of other things that are not welcomed. But you can't not welcome this, but you're causing an issue, you're causing friction. So if there's an issue, I'd rather you address it instead of being sneaking and micromanaging. If there's a deadline and it's, it's being made, it works coming to you early, I don't see why there's a need to micromanage. But then there's also coworkers who do the same thing and they have no authority. They just want to be nosy. There are nosy co-workers in the office. Some of them just walk up and just look at your screen to see what you're doing. I usually have a, a monitor screen, a screen for the monitor that darkens it, especially because I was in accounting and I handled, um, uh, What's the word? Confidential information. And so if I had confidential information regarding a customer's account and I didn't and I definitely didn't want anybody to see it, I would make sure I have a double, triple protection of a screen protector cover on my on my computer, on my desktop. So that would be helpful. But you can tell because you're speaking to someone, right, that they come to your, your cubicle or your desk and they're talking to you. But instead of looking at you in your eye, they're looking at your computer. 
And that just irritates me. That just really irritates me. May I help you? What would you, what would you like to know? What information do I need to provide you? Okay. Again, this episode is about disruptors in the workplace. These are all things that reduce productivity, decrease employee morale. It impacts your team dynamics. And what you want is everybody to be able to work together and to have a positive work environment. That's how you get productivity up. That's how you get solutions implemented and, and creativity is born because we're all in a good space. Okay. Then there's inappropriate dress. And again, I'm not the type that really cares. Do you notice it? Yes. Yes, you notice it. So at one of my last jobs, they finally made it where we can have casual Fridays. But of course they said, I don't want it too casual. And yes, you can wear jeans, but we don't want jeans with holes in it. You know, we don't want some of, I believe it was, we don't want you wearing tennis shoes. I think they lightened up on that towards the end. But then we had a new employee and then he would just, Take advantage of it. Did he know the rules? I'm sure he knew it. He, he knew it, right? But he would come in with sweats on. He would come, and this is at, at the corporate office. And he would come, on, come in with sweats. And so then you also have to look at management. Like, why are you not addressing it? You wouldn't allow anybody else to do it. But again, some of us just mind our own business and do what we're told, but we do see how management lets some things slide and some things they don't. So it always depends and you always want to be consistent. That's why there's always employee handbooks so that we're all on the same page. We're all on one accord. There are, is no favoritism. So again, some of the issues occur and continuously occur because they're not appropriately being addressed by management. So management is number one, an employee, right? A lot of times we hear people talking about employees and we're thinking about a entry level position, but managers are employees as well. Okay, so always, always keep that in mind, but everyone needs to be making better decisions and know when to call for corrective action. Okay, that alleviates a whole lot of issues down the line. Nip it in the bud. Now, the whole reason why I even brought up and thought this would have been a good topic is because I read an article, and I'm gonna get to it now, but I read an article um, and it talks about loud laborers. And so I had to look at it. So yes, let's get into it. So this article is um, from the Business Insider. And the title of it says, Loud Laborers, the Irritating Cousins of Quiet Quitters May Be Affecting Morale at Work. So I did an episode, please check it out, on quiet quitting. And like I said in that episode, I originally thought quiet quitting was people who were choosing to leave their, their current position, current company, and were quietly 
calling off, going to interviews and, you know, interviewing at multiple companies and then um, accepting their offer and leaving. That's what I thought quiet quitting was. But when I researched it, I learned that no, quiet quitting is basically staying at the job that you're miserable at and just not doing the work, you know, refusing the overtime, not doing all that's, that's called of you, uh, taking longer lunches and leaving early, right? Now, what they're saying now is they've given this a title of loud laborers. And it says, these workers will likely spend more of their time discussing work than actually doing it. They're spending more of their time discussing work than actually doing it. Do you know of a loud laborer? When you were back in the office prior to the pandemic, did you know of a loud laborer? Yes, they've just come up with this title, but I did. I would have never called them that. I probably would have said brown noser <laughs> or something like that because this particular person was always in like the, the CFO's office or maybe um, a higher manager's office and just talking just randomly. And he was new, but it, he always made it a point to be away from his desk, not doing his work and just socializing. And, and I presumed it to be just trying to find a way to, to get a raise, to get a promotion, you know, um, and put less emphasis on his work, but was always wondering what I was doing. You know, it was one of those. And you don't really have to talk about it. You can just observe. And as an introvert, we see everything and a Capricorn. We see everything, but we don't always address it. A lot of stuff doesn't have to be addressed. It's none of my business what he's doing, but I see it. I observe it. Right. So, yes. Now they've titled that loud laborers. They're also walking around and just complaining about the job, which he was also doing. And again, this is as a new employee. I had never seen such. That's why I was taken aback. But yes, they're. I'm sure they're everywhere. So that also is a disruptor because now you're not getting your work done, but you're wandering around the office. You may be missing. They may be missing deadlines. It may be you. I don't know. I don't know. But my work ethic was always about knowing my responsibilities, getting my work done, making sure it was timely. I wanted to be accurate. If there's any questions, I already want to be able to know that how to respond to it. Like, especially in the accounting word, if I see something is off, I want to have already researched it before I'm asked about it. I may even add a note in there so you won't even have to come ask. You see what I'm saying? That, that's the type of employee I am. Like, just so you won't have to get up and ask me, let me just add this note here to let you know I've already seen it and you don't even have to come over here because. Here's your answer right here. Okay, that's not everybody does that. Something that's going over, but I'd rather address it on the front end instead of the back end. And especially if if you have an experience where you're busy at the time and somebody has to call you off of what you're doing and distracts your mode of thought, 
to answer a question that you have to go back and research that because you don't recall, just make a note of it. That's what I did. Just, just make a note of it. And just like how there's loud laborers, I'm sure they would. I'm sure that some employees are considered quiet laborers. At some point, especially if my 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 um, friends or coworkers weren't there, I'd be quiet. I'd be at my cube. I'd sit there and work because I didn't really socialize with every single person. I didn't. It wasn't comfortable to me. There was nothing really to talk about, unless it was work related. You know, I had no problem with that, but just like there's loud laborers, I'm sure that there's quiet ones as well. They'll probably come up with that title a little later. But like I said, we are going back to work. I have a few more articles that I wanted to share with you that I came across. Jeff Bezos, his company, Blue Origin. Right. I believe they make um, missiles. And basically what they said, what he said was, we are a work from work company. Like we are not a work from home company. This article is coming from Entrepreneur. Right. Um, it says we are a work from work company. This elite memo demands Blue Origin employees return to, to the office five days a week. So many companies are they're calling us back to the office. That I don't know what you're thinking, but we are a work from work company, not a work from home. There's another one, Lyft CEO. They have reversed their work from home policy. And guess why he said everyone everybody should come back to the office. Guess why? His name David Risher, his mandate is reversing the fully flexible work policy that was implemented um, in 2022. This is coming from the Business Insider. And guess why he said he wants everybody to come back? He said, come back to the office for the snacks. For the snacks. I worked at many companies and that is not one reason that I want to go back to the office. That is not what appeals to me. But I'm sure I'm sure it was taken as a joke or I don't know. I can't even explain it. I can't even explain it, but you can find the article. It's in the Business Insider. He's smiling in the article. Um, but yes, they want us back to work, but I know and I know we can all think of solutions for these companies to be able to recoup some of that office space money that they're sent, that they're spending out for other purposes. And that's what community solutions is all about. It's about coming with solutions collectively that has everyone in mind, that has souls in mind. And I do understand, I totally understand that there are positions, there are companies who do need people together, those minds together in the office coming up with ideas. But 
at the same time, we can be more creative with how, how we go along with it. Just like Zoom, no one really used Zoom prior to the pandemic. So there's other ways that we can be creative and the, the great minds can get together and, and come up with solutions and solve problems. We don't always have to be in the office. And the ones that do, may I suggest that there still be flex time. Maybe work longer hours, short, uh, less days. Or Fridays, Fridays off. And what I really enjoyed in the workplace was having staggered times. Not everybody needs to be at work eight to five or nine to five. And a lot of times there's traffic. So if I could get to work at nine instead of eight or at 10, sometimes I could get to work at six and leave at three or something to that effect. Just being mindful and working with employees, because when you can work with your employees, when you can satisfy them, they will satisfy you. That's when the creative juices are flowing. They have a better mindset. They're more positive. So it doesn't have to be a one size fits all. Especially in my department, there were only two of us handling um, credit cards at the time, maybe two or three. We didn't have to be in the, in the workplace at the same time. And that's how I had to sell it was I can begin accepting calls if there's inquiries on something earlier. If I'm getting to, to my desk at six o'clock and start answering phone calls, people in New York or the East Coast can be calling me. And then there'll be an hour or two later after I leave, there'll still be somebody there to answer. So you're actually widening the range of customer service when you do that. And you're also making it more convenient for your employees. Maybe those few hours could allow more, less time in their commute. It could take off 30 minutes. I know if I leave with prime time traffic, it's going to add at least 30, 45 minutes to my drive. Why not leave an hour later and miss all that, right? And then I'm in a better mood, more productive, thought of solutions on the way. It just works better for everyone. So these are all things, even if you do have to go back in the office, it doesn't all have to be at the same time. Still work with your employees, work with your staff, work with your departments. There are creative solutions that, you can work with. I hope you all have enjoyed this episode. I hope that you don't have to experience any of these disruptors in the workplace. But if you do, just be mindful. Just be mindful and think about should you even approach the situation or, or let it slide. Think about all that you may be doing that someone else doesn't like. Be courteous. You know, don't be loud. Exude positive energy so you can receive that back. It's all about making the workplace a positive space because we spend far too much time at work to have a negative experience. We can do it. And I'm here for it. 
Thank you all for tuning in to Kim Unity Solutions Podcast. Please check out the merchandise that we have on the website, Kim Unity, K-I-M-U-N-I-T-Y, Solutions, S-O-U-L-U-T-I-O-N-S dot com. The shirt I am wearing right now says Capricorn. This K right here is the symbol of unity, Kim Unity. Karma, intuition, mindfulness. That's what I'm about. That's what I'm spreading. That's what I am inspiring all of you to partake in and to live and to be an example of. If you enjoyed this episode, please tune in to the previous ones. You all have a wonderful, wonderful week. Be blessed.